Hi, and welcome again to the Yes and I Am podcast, hey. the podcast where we learn about people. I'm Aaron Max, and today's guest has just been killing it on the charts. I've never seen such a resurgence of a career. I mean... Well, it's the how, first how, time for everything. Yeah, I mean, how many artists get to be number one on the charts at age 54? Well, I was, I was talking okay. about... Okay, uh, let me yeah. introduce who I'm talking to. Oh, if, you, if our listeners don't know already, I am talking to Mr. Billy Ray Cyrus. Thank you very much. That's my full name, all three of them. Like, I like people that say all three. Some people are trying to say, hey, Billy Ray, like we're familiars. That's not until the end of the interview. Thank you very much. I was talking to my producer about it. There hasn't been a country resurgence... Like this, since Garth Brooks uh, threw away his alternate ego and came back as Garth Brooks. Now, now uh, can you remind our listeners that may not be on in touch with music these days uh, what what song we're talking about? Uh, Garth Brooks had a whole album. Oh no, no, your song. <laughs> my yeah. song. Yeah, we're we're talking about uh, well, well, my yeah. my famous one's "Achy Breaky Heart," of yeah. course. But right right now we're we're and talking I'm featured about featured on some Hannah Montana tracks. That is true. But uh, today we're here to talk about Old Town Road. Yeah, the remix I did. With Lil Nas X. Yeah, congrats no, to that little fella. Yeah, it's number one on the charts right now. Should be number one on the country charts, but they're not recognizing it as country. I have a problem with that. Old Town Road's got everything a country song needs. Uh, go into that, because th- there's been so many arguments, so many debates right now if the song is country, and mm-hmm. should it be on the mm-hmm. country charts? Because, like, I mean, when was the last time a country song was number one in America? I think uh, it was probably an I Will Always Love You, Dolly Parton. Um, but you'd, you, that would be another argument because the cover by Whitney Houston for an entirely different film was the one that got the most radio play, that made it the hit. Now, was that still a country song when Whitney sang it? Who knows? And now we're sitting here going, everybody's dancing to a song. And it used to be that that was a country song. Songs like uh, Boot Scootin' Boogie. Or Achy Breaky Heart? Or Achy Breaky Heart. Now, I wouldn't call mine a dance classic. You don't hear it at weddings as much. But Boot Scootin' Boogie, you you put that on, every uncle in the house gets up on the dance floor. I think Old Town Road can do that for the next generation. It's this generation's Dexie's Midnight Runners, Come On Eileen. Is Come On Eileen a dance song? Are you kidding me? It's, it's come got, on, it's come it's on, Eileen. It's one I of mean. the only songs that has both banjo, tempo changes, 80s tenors screaming their hearts out, and uh, some synth stuff. Now, is Come On, Eileen country? Because I think that would be another like kind of genre bending. Like, And also, right. I mean... That's true. The, the uh, Come On Eileen that I know the most is the Save Ferris version, the ska version. This is this is just a mind fuck, isn't it? Talking, we're... Whew. Save Ferris brought a lot of songs to a lot of people. Uh, Rainbow Connection, for example. Whole nother generation of people heard that for the first time through... Uh, the Kermit pop- the Frog song? Yeah, it's a Kermit the Frog song originally, but then getting pop-punked in a bat mitzvah atmosphere totally reached a, a new audience of people. So who are we to be mad if Dexy's Midnight Runners get considered as pop music instead of country? You know, even though they're wearing overalls in the video. Who are we to be mad? Uh, I just think the whole industry can get behind Old Town Road. I'd make a lot more money. And, you know, it's a, a sort of unity. Maybe, maybe the controversy is fueling his fame, and we shouldn't even be mad about it. 
I mean, that's fair. A lot of people are saying that, like, if it wasn't for the controversy, this wouldn't get as much play. There isn't even really a, a real music video to the song. It's just a bunch of clips from the game Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, you jealous? M- am I jealous of what? You you playing Red Dead? No, I haven't played Red Dead. How? <laughs> How'd you even prepare for this interview if you haven't had one hour gameplay on Red Dead? You, you, you a gamer, Billy? Oh, Ryan? I'm a pistol packing mama. That's my screen name. Pistol packing mama? Yeah, I get That's all your the gamer tag? and all the treasure chests. I got a vest full of bullet casings. I'm ready to go to town. Take out the sheriff at high noon. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't. I, I've never played the game. I don't I don't have a PS4 or an Xbox One or Well it's standing around a renegade. What? His name is uh George Nelson. He's named after that guy from uh Oh, brother, art thou born to raise hell? George Nelson waltzes into town with a bandana around his neck, covered in dust, and he's saying, "Where's my man?" His man, of course, is the man that killed his partner, Old Jethro. They had sort of a, a May-December partnership. Old Jethro, young George, but Old Jethro got killed, and guess who did it? The deputy. Oh, so this is a rare case where you are tasked with shooting the deputy and not the sheriff. One like the, the Bob Marley song, which also, I mean, I shot the sheriff. Also, I feel like country could be, music could be a country song, just with a side of the stoner. Yeah, it just like has a reggae vibe to it. But like th- those lyrics are very country. It's about reggae art. It's more than a vibe. I'd say it's a total. Yeah, it's reggae a reggae song. song, but it's also it's like yeah. But also, I feel like could be considered a country song. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. if you sang it with, like, your voice, mm-hmm. I feel like it would be a country song and no one would think twice because the lyrics are about, like, a Western shooting the sheriff, you know? I shot the sheriff. Oh, you tempted me into song. But I did not shoot the deputy. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, I, I can do a little twang. That is some Appalachian accent, and I like it. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm like, I like a lot of country music that like has a very bassier, like strong baritone sound to it. Yeah. Because like that kind of falls into my range and Baby like lock the door and turn the lights down low. Oh, that was a good hit. Who was that? Uh, that was Alex Carmichael. Oh, okay. He was new to the Nashville scene. He had a baritone voice that sounded like a bass. Of course, he changed his name for showbiz reasons. Oh, did so did. Your your name is actually Billy Ray Cyrus, though, as far as I know. Yep, Billy Ray Cyrus. Why didn't you change your name? Because they did it right the first time. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying these other artists didn't do it right? I'm saying their mothers and fathers didn't know how to name a child. Billy Ray Cyrus is a heck of a name, and I think they knew I was destined I, for I mean, you were definitely, like, you are part of a TV show that was all about uh, an artist who changed her name mm-hmm. at, for a stage name. You mm-hmm. know, your daughter, uh, Miley Cyrus, was in H- Hannah Montana. Yeah. I wanted to address how when people get into the business, they feel that their personal lives, their personal selves, are no longer uh, worth sharing. You know, at the beginning, you're writing from the heart. You're finding these songs from your life, from your life experience. You got years to work on that first album. That second album comes around where you're no longer bumming around on the rails trying to get to Nevada. You're no longer uh, sitting around in in a halal joint Trying to write up lyrics with your good friend? Now you're sipping champagne in a limousine, wondering where the country went, wondering if the country ever was. Before the money, you know what the country is. You are the country. After the money, 
It's a very confusing world. Was there a lot of money coming off of Achy Breaky Heart? You bet your bottom dollar there was. I bought myself six horses, all speckled mares. That's my style. Okay. Um, do you have, like, a ranch, like... Darn tootin'. Okay. Honky Head Ranch. Honky Head Ranch? Yeah, Honky Head. Where, where's that out of? Uh, that is in West Texas, okay. near the Buffalo Trails Scout Reservation. You know, the Davis Mountains in the desert. Uh, let's pretend that I do. All right. <laughs> we may as well. I I, I, I'm, not, I'm not big on Texas geography, um... I've been there once, but... Uh, Hold on a second. A what are you state. big on geography-wise? What could you talk about for days? New England. New England geography? Tell yeah. me about Delaware. Delaware's not in New England. All right. You, you scooped me. Yeah. The, the New England's like Maine, Vermont, New Hampshire. Oh, okay. So yeah. Delaware's Old England? Uh, no. Old England would be actually the country of England in the UK. I'm just yanking your chain. Oh, okay, okay. Right. I, I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm you know, um, people look at my soul patch. They think, "Oh, I better take him seriously." No, <laughs> no, I'm Billy Ray Cyrus. I say whatever comes to mind. All right, let's go back to Old Town Road because you're talking about taking you seriously. Oh yeah, there, there, there's a lot of lyrics in the song that are almost like joke lyrics that people oh. say that are like kind of making fun of country. Can you give me an example of a joke lyric? As far as I'm concerned, it's all legitimate. It would be hard for you to find a lyric in that song that didn't have a great precedent in the world of country music, which is, let me remind you, the world. All right, there is one lyric that's like, my life is a movie, bull riding in boobies. And it's like, is that really like country music? They're gonna put me in the movies. They're gonna make a big star out of me. I don't know. I, I, there's there's a word. Make boot. a picture about a man who's sad and lonely, and all I gotta do is act naturally. That's Hank Williams Sr., one of the most classic country songs ever. So much so that the Beatles covered it. Yeah, but there's like bull riding and boobies. Yeah. Have you um? Have you seen Rhinestone Cowboy? No, no. I mean Rhinestone. Yeah, rhinestone. I said rhinestone. You said Have rhinestone you seen cowboy. Urborn, er, er, <laughs> urban cowboy. Have you seen Borat? Bull riding, boobies. What more do you need from a film? It's all country. This is the country we're living in. And he just talks about like Wrangler on his booty. Is, is... Yeah, it's jeans. Obviously, wearing jeans is as country as you can get. I'm doing it right now. I mean, yeah. Had to shift around my equipment a little bit. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, a lot of people wear jeans. It's it's kind of a staple here. It's getting into summer now. They're yeah. getting toasty. Do, 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 do you wear shorts or do you always wear jeans? I wear jeans whenever I'm making a public appearance. As soon as I'm in a private place, shorts are my jam. Why? Got giant calves. People don't know that about Billy Ray. Billy Ray hides it behind his boot cuts. I mean, Billy Ray's got big old calves. I mean, you were like considered quite the hunk when you d came out with Achy Breaky Heart. Thank you. Like and you, you're you, welcome. You, but you were known for those tight jeans you wore in that music video. Hell yeah! And you had that mullet. You know, it was, uh, it was something else. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people want to shy away from the mullet as if, uh, you know, it became a joke at some point. What it was was bravery on a man's part. It said, "I'm unkempt, a little fabulous." And that was a strange thing to put on top of tight jeans at the time. I was basically, you know, 
mod squadin in the late 80s. Would you ever go back to the mullet? I I think it would have to evolve, right? Because, um, you know, when people visit a, an asymmetrical haircut these days, it doesn't look the, the way it did in 1988. There's a new kind of asymmetry. Yeah, people shave the side of their head. Exactly. I think there'll be a new kind of mullet. Maybe one side shaved, right? The back, totally long. The front, spiked up like a middle school picture. And then the other side, braided. I, you know, you could just it, mix it up. That sounds like a days. lot going on. Absolutely. You seen the weekend? The the artist? Or, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. just a tower of powerful hair on top yeah, of yeah, that he, man. He has he has a lot of hair. Nobody minds. Yeah, I mean, it's because he can do what he wants. Because he has a beautiful voice. Yeah, I was about to say he makes he makes some big hits. Jealous of that range. I can only sing in the baritone. You're saying you prefer baritones. I don't have a choice. Well, I think it's because that's where my vo- vocal range lies. Oh, that is obvious at this point. Yeah, no, I I I I could never hit those tenor notes that like the weekend hits. What I've found is you can hit them quiet, right? Using your mic technique, you can get it right up close, and then you can fake it into sounding like you're you know singing loud. Wait, how? All right, so let um, if I was gonna sing, um, tell me out of bed, come do the kitchen, pour myself a cup of ambition and yawn and stretch and try to come to life. See, that's I'm pushing it a little bit. I'm right on the break. When I get to the chorus, working nine to five on a way to make a living. My voice gets located more in my head trying than it does in my gut. I'm not using my throat and trying to relax that whole thing, mm-hmm. but. My voice gets smaller as I get up higher. Crazy if you let her. Then maybe I can do a transition, right? That was really good. Thank you very much. Love me some Dolly. Yeah. The second time I, br- I got to give her a call. She's been on the show. I mean, she she knows my Miley. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, it's uh, both Miley and Dolly have been on the show. It's kind of crazy that I, I you haven't be been honest. here till now. It was Dolly's uh, uh, collaboration with Pentatonix that got me. Uh, into this remix business. Oh, uh, their their uh, version of Jolene. Yeah, I realize, you know, um, you know, I I look at myself in the mirror and I say sometimes you're washed up, all you don't have nothing left to give. But then you think about it, like the influence I have is a a great privilege, and I should be thankful every day. And B still very useful if I have the power to lift up another artist that needs to be heard. So you think you're lifting up Lil Nas X? I think he would have got there on his own, of course. But I think what we've been able to achieve together is the kind of crossover that'll get get Grandma dancing. Now, did, it, do you compare it to any other uh, country hip-hop crossovers? I, I was ashamed to hear about LL Cool J's contribution. I, I haven't heard of that one. They did a rap about uh, wearing a Confederate flag. Wait, when was this? Oh, my God. It was a problem, and you can look it up on your own time. I honestly don't remember who the other guy was. But it was a country star, and I believe L.O. Cool J. I'm going to feel so bad if it wasn't him, if I'm just throwing his name out there. Uh, But it was sort of like, yeah, I'll I'll wear it for the South. It's... uh, to honor my heritage. But, like it, was it, w- but it was a black artist that was singing? Oh, no. It was very much an ebony and ivory attempt but, that took place in a coffee shop, you know? Because uh, I, I know there's that one song with uh, Tim McGraw and Nelly. 
Is that what I'm talking about? No, 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 no. That one doesn't have to do with the the Confederate flag. What is that one about? And it's all in my head. I think about it over and over again. I keep on picturing you with him. And it's so so bad. Yeah. (laughs) And like Tim McCraw's like, I can't go on not loving you. Wait, the first voice was Nelly. (laughs) Yeah. It's like well, it's, it's like the two of them going back and forth. So I like, forget, ne- so Nelly would have been like, is. and it's all in my head. And then Tim McGraw's like, I think about it over and over again. I mean, that one sounds a little like baritone Shakira. Baritone Shakira. Over and over again. Which is really a blues traveler, right? There's someone in the nineties that sings like that. Six feet from the yard. That's Creed. It's Creed. That's yeah. What I'm thinking Scott of. Staff. Yeah. I think I can do a pretty good Scott Staff impression. Hold me down. I'm six feet from the edge and I'm thinking. Is it hold me down? It's hold me now. Okay. Hold me now. Hold me now. Like, put me into your arms. I'm six feet from the edge. Six feet sounds like six feet under, right? Yeah. So the edge being a cliff, he's going to jump off. Please hold me. I'm going to kill myself. And I'm thinking maybe six feet. Ain't so far now. Oh, it'd be easy to kill myself. Is what that that was a Christian band. Yep. Do we remember that part? Yep. What a strange journey they went on. Brave to talk about mental illness so clearly. Yeah, that song was uh called One Last Breath. Um, yeah. And I'm down to one last breath. Yeah. Michael like Bolton. Michael Bolton? <laughs> what, 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 wait, what, Billy Ray, what, what about Michael Bolton? Well, I just, I think his kind of music has weirdly disappeared. I mean, country music, you can still turn on the radio and hear a song about partying or dancing or, you know, good old country stuff, even sad songs now and again, sentimental songs. But if you want to hear a man sing a ballad for you to make love to with a person you sincerely are in love with, where are you going to find that? Maybe there's an R&B version of it. It doesn't accomplish the same uh, uh, niche, though, right? Because uh, a Michael Bolton song, it's got, I think, Celine Dion, too. These ballads that went on for days. I'm talking five-minute songs. The whole lyrical content repeats at some point. There's a drum fill that seems to last 15 seconds. You know what I'm talking about? do 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 and then the drop comes in. You got horns. This guitars, is the story of Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh, sorry, that's all <laughs> I can think of when I think of Michael Bolton these days. Uh, that's true. That's a good one. The, his Lonely Island song. Yeah. The I Love Tortuga. <laughs> it is high quality. You're, 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 it seems like you're into a lot of comedy. Um, Billy Ray likes to do his research wherever it occurs. And I think there's no place where music is more utilized than comedy. You go to a sports channel, the music going on there is pretty run-of-the-mill. I mean, you're going to have some strong beats in the background because it gets a stadium going, but it's sort of like being a, a, a mainstream DJ, right? But if you're watching a comedy show, the musical choices are purely for someone's amusement. So they're coming from all over the place. You're hearing classic jazz. You're hearing... Uh, uh, um, early funk stuff because these people have deep cuts. They're weirdos of culture. Follow their nose wherever it goes. And sometimes that nose has, you know, substances in it. And then sometimes that can make you hear things in music you never heard before. And if someone's willing to go on that journey, maybe I'm willing to, you know, 
I'll throw a follow their way, right? It's easy to follow someone. That's all you got to do to show support. Truth. Just like, you're allowed to show up on my phone now. That's all we're doing. You company, you person, you uh, conglomerate of fellow artists trying to support each other, you're all just allowed to scroll on my roll. All right. Well, I think we've reached a part of the show, Billy Ray, where we like to do a few games. The first game we like to play here is Fuck, Mary Kill. Basically, I'm going to list three names, and you tell me which category each name goes into. Oh, dear. I used to play this with George Strait. He was a dirty motherfucker. All right. Well, the first name is Garth Brooks. Ooh. Second name, Tim McGraw. Oh, shit. Third name, Keith Urban. Ooh. I'd fuck Keith Urban, kill Garth Brooks, and marry Tim McGraw. Wow, that was pretty straightforward. Well, they're straightforward gentlemen. They they all present who they are for the most part. Garth, you know, he had some. He was looking for himself. Then he found himself, you know. And I know I know who I'm looking at, and I think I made the right choices. All right. Well, sorry, Tim McGraw, you got killed. Yeah. Well, no, you killed Garth Brooks. I uh, yeah. You married Tim McGraw. Yeah, I honestly don't remember. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, Keith Urban's the prettiest of the batch. I would like to say so. Oh yeah. Um, is he the one that's Australian? Yeah, he's uh, married to, uh, what's her name? Uh, the actress. The Game? Nicole Kidman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, The Game? Like married to The Game. Oh, I thought, I thought you were funny. talking about the rapper of The Game. Uh, I'm rarely talking about the rapper of The Game, but you know, now that he's come up, he did just work his way into my shuffle. So we'll see how I feel yeah, about it. Yeah, you've been it. listening to more hip-hop soon. Oh, yeah. Just realizing how much is coming out of Houston. Willie D, The Ghetto Boy, Scarface. Come on. Very cool. All right. Well, the next game we like to play here is a little bit of word association. Basically, I'm going to say a word, and you tell me the first thing that comes to mind. Can't wait. First word, twang. Straw. Heart. On. Guitar. Strings. Tractor. Trailer. Beer. Cold. Horse. Saddle. Sunset. Memories. South. Border. West. Sauce. Mountains. Prairies. Country. United States of America. All right. Well, that's about all we have time for today. I want to thank Billy Ray Styrus for stopping by. Billy Ray, is there one, anything you want to say to our listeners before you head out? Um, I just want to say there's no... There's no limit to what you can enjoy. I think people think that, you know, this art's for me. That's for me. But I learned way more listening to people I didn't think I would enjoy than I did listening to people that seemed to be writing for my niche. You feel me? All right. And that's the word from Billy Ray. All right. Well, thank you again, Billy Ray, for stopping by. And thank you all for listening. And we will see you all next time. again for listening to the yes and i am podcast this podcast has been completely improvised so instead of having the actual billy ray cyrus here with me today has been my friend robert price how's it going it's going pretty good thank you for having me yeah thank you for uh doing this again uh it's kind of funny i just realized mid recording that i was like Oh, I had him play Billy Joe Armstrong, and now he's Billy Ray Cyrus. Do you know that right now I'm writing a show about Billy Boxcar? I mean, maybe next time I got have you play have you play Billy Jean King. <laughs> <laughs> I have no business doing that, but uh, Billy Boxcar is 
a kid who woke up on a train in 1932 without his memory, and all he has is a little tenor guitar with him. And uh, me and my friends are writing radio dramas, so I'm working on episode five of Billy Boxcar, Scamp of the Western Pacific. He wanders into town, he helps people, he, he plays them a song, and they're always like, that's a terrible song, get out. Maybe your real name should have been Billy. I, I admired a Billy. I, yeah. I will ad- I'll admit that. There were Billys in my life. There's, right. a, there's a cool kid named Billy. Bi- Billy or William? Uh, always a Billy. My brother's middle name is William. Never admired that guy. You're never going to admire a William. <laughs> no. Uh, Billy Trim was in uh, World Geography with me. He was a senior. I was a freshman, I believe. He was funny the whole time. I was trying to be funny. Failed out of that class. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, was no. it, was it, you, you failed because you didn't study or you failed because you were trying to be funny? There was a lot of homework and a lot of classwork that was just falling by the wayside as I was trying to impress older women. Um, that's and fair. maybe maybe Billy. I mean, maybe that's who I was really trying to impress. My best friend's mom also named Billy. So, Your best friend's mom is named Billy? Yeah, Billy Crawford. Shout out. If you're listening to Billy Crawford, thank you for listening to my podcast, supporting my art. Work. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't know. She could listen. He listens sometimes. I like that. I love hanging out with my friend because they do a podcast. They have a friend named Vic Shati who does a great podcast called Hail Satire. When I listen to it, it feels like we're catching up. That's fair. So, Billy Ray Cyrus, though. Yeah. What, did, what did you know about Billy Ray Cyrus? I knew he did that song. I knew it was Miley Cyrus's father, and I knew he had produced this song, remixed it, or whatever. I don't know. but And I also knew the country chart thing. I cannot remember Garth Brooks's alter ego, though. Garth Brooks has an alter ego? We talked about it, right? M- maybe? That was a real thing. That was, like, he came out with a, a an album where there was a different hairstyle and a different name, and he looked like someone else. Do, okay, so do you think the album, the, the Old Town Road, is country? Yeah. I mean, like, who the fuck cares? I think it's only not, <laughs> it's only not country because it, black people dance to it too. I think that's all that that is. Yeah, that's fair. Ooh. I mean, if Florida Georgia Line is country, then anything can be country. Yeah, I mean, like we had that whole little lion man. Who are those guys? Uh, uh the the the, 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 the whole like folk movement, folk with a kick drum, sensational, like. <laughs> It's all the same shit. I don't know. It, it doesn't. I think genre. I think country music is just kind of racist. <laughs> I, there's that. There's that. That like you put on a majority of country music, the vibe you're gonna get is like, not everyone's welcome here. Yeah, I was about to say. Th- there's <laughs> Darius Rucker, and that's about it. Uh, the the other part of country is this like, there's a long history of Americana that should be colorless. Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't white when it started. Yeah, I was about to say, sure. you know, country music definitely definitely borrows a lot from the blues. Yeah, and and it's not as if like any any of country music would exist without Lead Belly. Like, yeah, he was the he was a guy collecting songs and putting it out there. I think you talked about Lead Belly the last time you were on the podcast. Oh shit! Because <laughs> you were talking about punk rock and you were saying punk rock <laughs> stemmed from Lead Belly. Well, you're the one who's like, all of these people are musicians. So we're going to end up in my musical knowledge again. Let's talk about John Philip Sousa. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, great marching band conductor. 
Oh, yeah. Um, he did more than conduct. He composed Stars and Stripes Forever. Timeless. <laughs> anyway. I feel like you played a sousaphone or something. My father did, did does. He, he has a sousaphone. I tried to play it one time. It was in the back of the house, but... Uh, you just looked silly? That wasn't the problem. I love looking silly. It was, it was more just you need a lot of air support. Yeah, it's, it's a big instrument. And then the, the activity of playing a brass instrument means you have a piece of metal against your lips. Yeah, I used to play trombone. That you spit into for long mm-hmm. periods of time. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't want to do that, then you don't play that instrument. Yeah, you, uh, also, like if, if you're unfortunate, like some of my classmates were when I was in band, you develop something called clown lips. Which is like your lips just get really red from like being chapped from being on this metal, wet metal piece for so long. You just get these big old red lips. And you were talk of the town back in the day. I mean, fortunately, I didn't get it, but I had some classmates that um, had to like just walk around with things of Vaseline and just kind (laughs) of slather it in. That is the worst image. You're talking about middle school, high school? Middle school. Middle school. Yeah, where the kids are the harshest. Oh, no. Look at the kids got the clown lips. If you play saxophone, there's another spit problem. And this spit problem is you're spitting on wood, and then the wood... Do you get splinters? Occasionally, something will break. Or, uh, like, when the reed splits, then you have to get a new reed. The main problem is that bacteria will grow in the wood. Ew. Yeah. So when the reed turns pink, you have to throw it out. Or, I don't know, maybe someone has, like, a home remedy if you have a really... Good read. Because <laughs> they're like, oh, I don't want to give up this. They're not that expensive, though. I, I could wail on this one. It's more about like... Uh, Breaking it in? Yeah. If, if you're a read player, they'll, they'll have conversations that'd be like, this box, don't get a Van Doren. You want to get a, a, a Chico. Get Chico reads. I heard Chico reads suck. Uh, no, that's not what I heard. I heard <laughs> 7 out of 10 are quite good. Which is lit- like literally the conversation is someone being like, no, I disagree. Only three out of ten are good. Wait, is I there uh, is there Rico reads? Rico, that's what I was yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. I was about to say, yeah, no, it was definitely Rico reads because I remember like <laughs> this was like I, I can't believe it, I remember conversations back from middle school. Yeah, but like people were like, oh, they got the Rico reads again. Yeah, I liked Gonzalez reads actually. <laughs> that's the one I liked eventually. I wasn't one who was developing this strong embouchure. I needed something simple, easy. I'm sure our audience is so entertained by this conversation. a little bit. Did you know they have plastic reeds? It's fucking incredible. But do do they sound right? I think what you need to do is like slowly sand them down until they're to the right place. But what they do sound like is consistent, which is not what reeds do usually. Uh, But doesn't that take away from the charm? Nothing takes away from my charm. It's, it, you know, it's how you carry yourself. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but uh, so Billy Ray Cyrus, uh, I, I, to let the audience know, I didn't have much notes on him. I was just like, you know, let's go buck wild. I'm sure Robert and knows. all. did. I'm sure Robert knows a lot about country being from Texas yourself, right? I tried to drop as many names as I could. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know if I could actually tell apart those people you listed. Like the, the people on that list, I couldn't tell you. What they look what. like? Yeah. yeah. Or, or what they look like. They I'm, all look the same to me in my head. I mean, Keith Urban's got the hair. He's got for, more rhinestones on his uh, belt, I guess. Yeah, he's Australian, too. Yeah, so he's got a little more country bling to overcompensate, I'm guessing. Maybe. 
I, I, I we like, didn't bring up Alan Jackson. He's great. I don't know Alan Jackson. He's, he's a big old baritone. No, I know there's like there's a lot of country artists that I don't know. <laughs> and he he did one of those long ballads, uh, and the thunder rolls. About like, <laughs> how old is this artist? There's a music video of it. So no, this it, is it just fairly new. Billy Ray era. Okay. Um, Not at all. Who sings new. Boot Scoot Boogie? By the way, Brooks and Dunn. That's a guess. Maybe. Brooks and Dunn, probably. There's uh, Big and Rich is a thing, I remember. They had the Save yeah. a Horse, Ride a Cowboy. That's famous, I guess. And I'm getting to the city. <laughs> Save a horse, that ride a cowboy. pretty much hip-hop. It's hip-hop. <laughs> you put that song against, like, I don't know. I, w- I want to Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy hip-hop remix. It's, it's sort of like listening to... Uh, like an early Rakim song or something. Like, it's not lyrically complex, but what it is, it's fun to say. No, of course. And that's really what hip-hop and country are kind of about. Yeah, no, they're all about, like, I listened to a breakdown recently, and they're like, yeah, both hip-hop and country are all about just listing items. Oh, there is that aspect. They, they Like, a lot of their songs are just like, sit in my car with my ice cold beer, got my American flag near, and I think about my country. That's a country song. That's beautiful. Hip-hop songs just like, when is your album rolling here out? in my Maserati, <laughs> sitting on the front with my hottie, you know? And they're just like listing You're off what they're doing. <laughs> no, I mean, I was thinking about it. <laughs> I was that was all off the cuff there, off the dome. I think I think the when my favorite kind of country songs are the ones that are just like little poems. It's like listening to a Shel Silverstein thing, mm-hmm. um, where uh, the end of the song has some punchline. That shit's crazy, and it's also very hip hop. In in hip hop, you you have that whole Kanye song that I just said Kanye like a weird yeah Kanye that came jest. out of my mouth weird judge me please my Con- new my new improv team Kanye jest oh no because <laughs> uh, we're like jesters like funny that's why we jest Kanye jest yeah <laughs> I understood that um I was gonna say that he did that song about the he does a song about the city of Chicago but it sounds like he's talking to like a an ex girlfriend or something mm-hmm. until he like reveals. Oh, he's oh yeah, it's a metaphor. It's about the gun violence in Chicago. And then there's another song I can't remember who did it, but it's it's about like he did all these things for the girl, and he, his life was destroyed all for her. And, and the girl out, was America. No, the girl was crack cocaine. Oh, okay. and it's like super sad. I mean, the 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 difference would be if it was a country song, the girl is always America. Uh, I guess so. America does take on a personification in country music. Quite often. <laughs> but also, like, in in hip-hop, too. Hello, mm-hmm. hello, 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 white America. Assassinate my character. You, you can talk to America, whoever you are. I mean, this Party is America. Party USA. Uh, th- th- there we go. We've got some Miley, but also... Th- also a hip-hop song. Yeah. Miley Cyrus' Party in the USA is a hip-hop song. Yeah, well, I mean, My- Miley Cyrus has gone straight up hip-hop in general. Like, It's uh, like the tempo of uh, Today Was a Good Day or... Um, I mean, the song can't, We Can't Stop. And we can't stop. Because that's a we who will night. You know? That's true. East side, buddy, we do both. All right, we've decided country and rap music are the same thing. Yeah, I mean, music is music. It's all pop music. Um, genres are meant to be broken. And bluegrass is just like 
drum and bass. <laughs> <laughs> Bluegrass, dubstep, same thing. Uh, polka is house music. Actually, you know what I noticed recently? So this is getting really way off topic, but I just wanted to like mention this. Uh, trap music just and playing. hardcore metal have uh-huh. very similar beats. And I think that's why there's like, I like trap music so much is because I grew up listening to like hardcore, like, um, like, who, who are the screamo. bands? What? Who are the bands in that category? Like, uh, like As I Lay Dying, uh, Heavy, Heavy, Low, Low, Under Oath. How is Heavy, Heavy, Low, Low not a hip hop group? Um, because they scream their songs. <laughs> um, they might be also. Um, but why are we talking about what hip hop is? We have no business. No, I know it's we true. Have no business. No business. No, I, I'm I'm talking about more about hardcore metal, which <laughs> we can talk about. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> no, system it down. That's what I know. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't know but what I, that I, counts. As. I I think trap just has a heavier beat to it, and which wake makes up. Grab a little makeup. That's rap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hip hop. Mm-hmm. It's also country. I don't think you trolls. You're right. Yeah. And my Jesus came into it. Self-righteous who was Angels deserve to die. That's dark. Angels deserve to die. Yeah. No, that could be so a country time. Also, that was a weird moment there. What is happening in your mouth? That's what we want. Yeah. Lots (laughs) of stuff. Um, it, It all turns back into Creed. With arms wide open. I mean, that's, you know, that is internationally selling. It's a huge Pearl Jam, too. Could fit Welcome. in that category. Even flow. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> she don't know. I think I could. Also good. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we have fun here. I can sample all that for a... Uh, a real dope track. I would love to can hear we, that. Can we stop saying dope? I, d- uh, I don't like when I have said it. I feel that it hangs in the it's air. It's the illest. Like it's it. lit. I've, ne- I've never been ill enough to use the word ill, and I've n- never been dope enough to use the word dope. <laughs> have you been lit enough to be use the word lit? Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I think that's, yes. Because if Dexy's Midnight Runners came on at a wedding... Come on. I would go Eileen crazy. Tallur- I'm that guy on the dance come floor. On. They're playing Eileen my song Tallur- made for me. It's a ska punk Eileen 80s Tallur- bluegrass come on. mix-up. Eileen Tallura, come on, Eileen. It's very difficult to sing. Yeah, it's a real hard song. Don't try that at karaoke. <laughs> I've do- I've been down that road, and it's real hard. Well, I think if I do what I just did at karaoke, no one would mind. There was um, it was weird. I, I did a real People big fish cover of something. They did real big fish covered a song. Take oh no, it's take on me. Yes, yeah, that was really really hard. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bad decision. Yeah, I know Take On Me because of the Real Big Fish cover from the live album because I listened to the live album so much because they told jokes in between songs. Ugh. So what I want my listeners to get from this is just think about your karaoke picks before you, you, you go for them. Think about your karaoke picks. Um, try everything when it comes to music mm-hmm. because there's something out there you didn't expect is exactly for you. And you got to go find it. No one's going to give it to you. And if you're being spoon-fed stuff by Spotify, who are you really? 
Truth. Anyways, so Robert Price, you are a comedian, improviser, Heck yes. actor in the city. What have you got going on these days? I'm so glad you asked. I'm doing a show called Robert Price Presents, and it is at QED Astoria, the second Tuesday of the month. So right now I'm preparing for the show on May 14th, and then there will be a show June 9th, and a show July 11th, and a show in August as well. Um, I printed out 500 business cards with my face on them. And I'm giving them out. Uh, and I have to give them all out before July or they're useless because they just have those dates on them. So I'm building this grassroots audience to come see my show. So is what this is what used ask? to be the cheap show is now <laughs> yeah. Robert Price Presents? I used to do a show with a comedy partner and now I'm doing it by myself. But uh, I'm trying to create an environment that is improvisational, comedic, musical, and ultimately like conversational in that uh, I'll be doing the show, but the the people at the show are so involved that it feels like it's a workshop instead of a show. It's it feels a lot like, of audience involvement. Yeah, I'm going to be... Um, I want it to feel very collaborative and also uh, an open space for other people to be creative too. Like That's what I love about my favorite shows is the feeling when you're leaving that you could be funny and creative and clever and then suddenly you're the conversation afterward is sparkling with all these ideas, you know? Whether you see a really good movie or you see a really good improv show, that's the feeling that really gets me going. So I want to create that for people because, I mean, making a show as yourself means you got to do it to your taste and go all out and say, this is my ego. Come rock out with me. You just got to go for it. Of course. So I'm going for it. Awesome. It's going to be freaking fun. So if our listeners wanted to find the dates and details that you just said, but if they wanted Mm -hmm. to find more dates and details that aren't on your business cards that you're handing out, (laughs) where could they find this stuff? Uh, You could go to Robert Zero Price on Instagram. That's like the number zero, Robert, and then zero, and then Price. Uh, And you can also find Robert Price Presents on the QED Astoria website. Where's QED Astoria? You know it's at the Astoria Dipmar's stop on the NQR. It's not on the R. It's the, yeah, N- the NQW. It's it's not the Q. It's uh, the N and the, N and the, N and the w. w. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> We're in if you take right the Q, if, Yeah, if you take the Q train, you're going to end up on the Upper East Side and you're not going to have a great time. If you take the R train, you're going to end up in like Forest Hills or something, you know? And you don't want to... <laughs> it's a little bit of a walk from Forest Hills. And then you're... Is that where J. Cole is from, Forest Hills? He might be. I, I mean, feel Forest like Hills is nice. That. Uh, it's a family area. Anyway, the show's great. It's it's five dollars right now. I think the price what of a bargain is going to go up because okay. well, get wanna, in on the ground floor. I mean, that's what I'm saying. After this five hundred business cards, I'm going to go straight up to ten dollars, and people are going to be like, "Ooh, the show got more valuable," and I'll say to them, "No, I started to value myself." All right. Well, you know, you got to name your own value. You got to know your own price, like Robert Price. And thank you, Robert, for coming here today. If you want to find us on Instagram, we're at YesAndIAm. Go give us a follow there. I'll post a pic of me and Robert, and then you can follow him. I'll tag him. It'll be great. Super great. Also, if you want to give us a review on iTunes, please do that because it helps more people find the show. Thank oh my gosh, you. how fun would it be to write a review right now after listening to this? Yeah, I know. Just tear us apart and give us five stars. You know exactly. Say you know, five stars and then be like, Billy Ray Cyrus, if you're out there listening to this podcast. Get more highlights. 
They look great. Yeah. And also give us a review and say how well Robert's impression of you and how accurate Robert's impression of you was. How accurate it was. How accurate <laughs> um, that car that I don't know much about to make a joke about it. But anyways, thank you all for listening and we will see you all next time. 